I am, yes, I am, Adamus Saint Germain. <laughs> the rumors of my love affair have been highly exaggerated. <laughs> With all due respect to Tobias, I was on a sabbatical. Me and myself. What a lovely, lovely party we had. <laughs> Indeed, there were some moments when I shared myself openly and lovingly and freely with another angelic being who I have spent some time with in my lifetime as Saint Germain on earth. She was in physical form then, as was I to a degree. <laughs> but indeed, my sabbatical was more about myself. It was about the continual reuniting of my very, very masculine and manly aspects. <laughs> With my very provocative and beautiful feminine aspects. My sabbatical was about reuniting these aspects of myself. And after my time alone with me, then I felt it was so appropriate to share just a little bit of this beauty with another being. So I spent a bit of time in Paris. I manifested a physical body, and my companion allowed herself to manifest a physical body and we walked the streets of Paris in the autumn, listening to the music, enjoying the moon, enjoying the beauty, the vast beauty of so many of the things that human life has to offer. Not so much so that I'm going to take on a physical body permanently again, but temporarily to enjoy the beauty, to behold the things that so often you forget to behold also. There is a moving and continual shift in consciousness. There are cycles that go beyond just the lunar cycles or the cycles of the stars. There are many, many things that are happening on the other realms, on the invisible realms, as well as things that are happening here on Earth. They are intimately connected with each other. So I chose a time of sabbatical, to reunite the masculine and feminine, and something that I would recommend that each and every one of you do. Take time by yourself. There are two essential parts of you, even though they are both from the same energy. They have been split from the very beginning. And these cycles, or these aspects of masculine and feminine, are going through yet another evolution and cycle. Something I would like to talk about today in our very brief time together. I was chuckling as we were preparing to come in. I was feeling your energy and feeling your how you were how you were trying to interpret the energy of everything coming in today. And I was chuckling as 
Calder was going through his paces and gyrations and jerking to get uh, prepared <laughs> for this channel. And I asked him, are you ready to have me come directly into your body and your mind and your spirit today? Shocking him a bit, of course, because he, like most humans, tend to hold a distance and a barrier. And I asked him again, are you ready? to have me enter in fully and completely, so that the energy, not just the words, but the energy of what I have to share today can be conveyed so clearly to everyone who is here." And he took a deep breath, twitched a bit, <laughs> and allowed me to enter fully into every part of him. Indeed, he was a bit nervous, but then it dawned on him that he is so integrated with himself, he is so sure of his own consciousness and his own energy, what effect would it have to meld with another? What could I do other than to join him in the celebration of this moment? When a human is that integrated and that sure about themselves, there's no harm any other being can do, whether they are of the spirit form or the human form. No other human can set you out of balance if you are fully integrated and you are sure of who you are. No other invisible being can take you over, can steal your energy, or to take over your body if you remember who you are, if you are that confident that's sure of yourself. So I could come into Caldra's body, and I'm going to ask you now, if you are that sure about who you are, and that balanced in yourself, if you are a standard of spiritual energy for yourself, will you allow me to come into your energy? Will you allow me to join and to meld into your body right now, into your spirit, especially into your mind. Your mind is that thing that you, you put all these fences around, all these walls. The mind is something that you consider yourself, your identity. But are you so sure of yourself that you would allow me right now to join you in your mind and in your nost? Your nost is your creative solution. It has all of the potentials, all of the answers in various states or forms. Some are of higher consciousness, some are of lower, but they are all answers depending on where you are at the particular moment. If you are into suffering, certainly the answers from your nost will come from a different place. And if you are coming from a place of balance and integration and efficiency. So if you are so willing, let me come in to your house, into your body, into your mind, and your spirit. For the sake of celebrating this moment, I have nothing that I need from you. There's nothing that you can take from me. But together we can play a beautiful new energy song during this shout today. We welcome in other special guests. 
We welcome in the energy of Mark and of White Eagle into this room, for they too are working with you on so many of the new consciousnesses that you are evolving into. And mind you, it's not easy. There are forces, there are energies, and there are histories that would choose to keep you back, choose to keep you going through the same old cycles and patterns. Some of these forces, some of these energies are yours, yours. Your limitations and expectations and fears holding you back. Many of these energies are coming from the humans around you. Mass consciousness itself, mass consciousness would hold you back. Not that it belongs to anyone, not that there is a conspiracy, it just is. Mass consciousness is an energy pool that you have been part of. It loves you. It doesn't want to see you go. And it will try to make sure that you cannot see beyond it. So these energies will hold you in. There is also the energies from the other realms, the invisible realms. And these energies would hold you in also. Chamber, if you are so sure of yourself, so willing, you can move through these things. We have the beautiful assistance of angel beings, beings who understand what you are going through, beings who have walked the earth, walked with humans, beings such as White Eagle and Mark, who also join us on this day. We also invite in the energy of compassion and femininity, the energy of Kuan Yin. Dear Lord, we need Kuan Yin today with so much testosterone from I Saint Germain, White Eagle, and Mark. <laughs> it is most appropriate that we have the feminine balance, and it only takes one feminine energy to help balance the three masculine energies. So we invite so we invite all of these energies into the room, and before we proceed, let us join together in a deep breath, for there is much happening right now. Tobias asked me to come in today, as he is sitting back in his cottage, in his non-physical house, helping to keep the energies moving, relaxing a bit. We had just gone through a very intense session with Chambre recently in the land of Germany. So it is his day off, but yet his energy, as always, is present and available. So Chambre, as we begin today, I'm going to ask you a simple question. I'm going to ask it now. I'm going to ask it at the end of this shout. The meaning is not hidden, but the meaning may not be immediately apparent to you, but indeed it will be over the next six weeks of time. So I ask you the question today, each of you, without leaving anyone behind, are you ready to accept change? Are you ready to accept change?
very appropriate that the sirens would go by while I'm asking. I didn't have to arrange it. It is just consciousness that arranges it. Because when I ask this question, will you accept change? Are you ready for change? Part of you goes into fear. Part of you wants me to explain exactly what I mean before you provide an answer. Part of you knows exactly what I'm talking about, and we will discuss that in today's shout. It seems like a simple question, and the answer perhaps might be obvious to you, but there is much more to it. There's much more to just affirming that, yes, you're ready to accept the changes. There's much more that is happening at the other realms. We will discuss this also. Let us talk for a moment about you, the standards. I have not been <clears throat> with the group of Chambra since the Midsummer Conference with the overall monthly group. When I discussed the whole concept of standards and the new order of the Crimson Circle here on Earth, I shocked many of you. A few of you walked out the door and didn't come back. Some walked out the door and came back a few weeks or a month or two later because it pushed buttons, it pushed your issues. We talked about creating an order, and that brought up many, many old memories. Nearly every one of you has said, never again, and you know what happens when you say, never again. <laughs> the energy comes right back around. But in this case, it can come back around in a different way. The, or, the term order is used extensively, especially on our side, because generally energy is just out there. Energy is in a generally a neutral state, and it can be activated by desire, it can be activated by passion or need or fear, but it is just, it is just in a neutral state waiting for you to activate it and do something with it. Energy that has been <clears throat> activated by individuals or groups at some point can be released from them, and it just goes back into its neutral state after a certain evolution or time progression. Other energies are activated and never released but rather that put out into mass consciousness. Sometimes they, when these energies are not tended to, they tend to go into a bit of a state of confusion. So we use the term order, meaning that we are bringing direction and we are bringing a specific um, motive to energy. Order doesn't mean control. Order doesn't mean things that you relate to from past lifetimes, when you were within religious orders, when you took certain vows, when you had very disciplined and strict lifestyles. An order today can mean something totally different. It can mean purpose. It can mean a type of community. It can mean a type of common bond 
that humans have with each other. So we talked about the order of the crimson circle on earth, which has planned by all of you, has to do with going through some of these dynamics that happen between the old energy and the new. And then for some of you, choosing to go on to become teachers, because there will be many, many humans who will encounter the same type of ascension symptoms that you have gone through, and they too are going to need a bit of rescuing. So we talked about the initiation, initiating yourself as a standard, a standard being an example, a beacon of light, a standard being a high principle, a standard being something that you and others can aspire to. We talked about initiating into this order of the Crimson Circle, and again, much fear came up, and we have left it, Tobias and I have left it, just be, for several months now, to let you sit with it, to let you go through some of your old fears and worries, to let you think about what it was in those past lives that caused you so much joy but yet so much pain, to take a look at why you were released or let go from some of the religious orders that you've been with in the past. Some of you still had very deep wounds. You had served the churches, you had served some of the secret organizations. Some of you had been nuns, priests, rabbis. And when you were asked to leave these old orders, it caused deep wounds. And here we were, coming back to you, saying, there is a new order asking whether you choose to be initiated or not. So We know over the past several months that this has caused many interesting dilemmas for you. I come back now to once again explain what the order of the Crimson Circle is. It is a common bond between evolved beings who have agreed to be here on Earth to move consciousness forward, and for some, as I said, to be teachers. The initiation, the initiation that we talked about this summer was a beautiful, simple ceremony with yourself and yourself. The initiation was about acknowledging who you are, remembering why you came here, and then acknowledging that you were going to allow yourself to move out of the old consciousness and into the new. Yes, we know you have affirmed to yourself over and over that you're willing to do this. You have gone through many difficulties, trials and tribulations to get to this point. But there are times when it is important to go back and to remember, to affirm, to bring back in the core energies that brought you here in the first place the core energies that said, I will be here on Earth at this grandest time of evolution. This isn't just an ordinary time on Earth. This doesn't even compare 
to the times that we had in Atlantis. The energy then in Atlantis was different. It was slower. It had its own beauty and its own type of life to it. But it wasn't anything like what you're going through right now. Back in Atlantis, we thought we were preparing to go into a new energy, when indeed we were just going into a new era for humanity. We were leaving the Atlantean times on our way into the Christos area, era of humanity. You've now passed through the Christos era, and we are now making our way into the new energy era. But this new energy era is not just a new era in humanity, it is literally about new energy. It is different than what we went through in Atlantis. It is faster right now. Everything is happening in record-breaking time. You can see that if you look back over the past even 2,000 years of humanity. You look back over the last 200 years. Look what has happened on Earth since the Industrial Revolution. Now look at what's happened in the last 25 years of time in consciousness. It is going tremendously fast. It has gained a large momentum. And the point that we've been talking about over and over, the quantum leap is nearly upon us. All the clocks right now are at 11 o'clock and 59 minutes, meaning that I'm not talking about the watch on your hand or the clock on the wall, but we're talking about evolution. We're talking about the journey of humans who have come to Earth and had many, many lifetimes just to get to this point. It is 11.59, Chambra. We're almost there. That said without any fear, that said without any warning, it simply is. That is why several months ago, at our summer gathering, I talked about the order of the Crimson Circle. Order means an activation of energy for a purpose, with a direction but without agenda or expectation. Moving a group of humans who call themselves Chambra into yet another cycle and another evolution. As I stated, the order does not mean control or hierarchy. That is from the old. That is from your past. An order doesn't mean that there are any restrictions. Quite the opposite. This order is about the open architecture of energy. But it is about energy that has a purpose, energy that has an evolution to it. We talked about the becoming initiated, and this is a personal choice. A personal decision. Are you willing to go to the next level and the next step, or do you want to stay behind? It doesn't matter, because sooner or later your soul and all of its aspects will evolve. It doesn't matter. It's not that you're going to get left behind. It just is a question about do you choose to move through now, or do you choose to move through later? 
since our gathering in July, when we talked about the order of the Crimson Circle on Earth, Shambra all around the world have responded in a brilliant way. They have remembered who they are. They have made the choice to continue forth with this whole personal unfolding. And so many now are choosing to become teachers. Some will teach the materials presented by Tobias and I, Adama St. Germain. Others are choosing to present their own material in their own way, and some are choosing to do a combination. But the important thing is is that Chambra is stepping up. Chambra is moving into this new energy. As you do, and particularly now for this next eight or nine months of time in particular, you're going to encounter some very interesting things happening. You're very used to handling your day-to-day human situations. You're coming to the point where you're becoming balanced in your mind. You're coming to the point where you're understanding yourself at this human physical level, understanding why you are here, understanding the beauty of life, coming to the point where you're understanding why you came here in the first place. You're making large steps to becoming sovereign human beings. But during these next eight or nine months of time, you're going to encounter some other forces. And I want to spend a few minutes talking about those today. These forces, at their core, have to do with the integration of the masculine and feminine energies. Tobias has talked to you about this before, and he puts on a most excellent school dealing with this reuniting of the Isis and the Adam energies, the reuniting of the masculine and feminine. But it's more than just the masculine and feminine, as you would think in your mind. It's much more than that. These two energies of masculine and feminine, Isis and Adam, represent the original split. The masculine and feminine aspect of any souled being was the first split in self, the first division of consciousness, even at the angelic realms. This division of masculine and feminine came before the split of light and dark. It came before the split of negative and positive. This masculine and feminine separation of the soul, or the illusion of the separation, goes far, far, far back. And there are many, many implications of it because of the division that was caused in energy. There are many energies and groups and individuals who are very bought into this old split. Many who are very vested into a more masculine energy, many who are vested into a more feminine energy. So right now, here on planet Earth, you are experiencing some of what is taking place with this new energy of evolution 
that is seeking to bring back and reunite masculine and feminine. All in a way of saying that there are many forces on earth that do not want this to happen. They're very satisfied with the with the power that the masculine has over the feminine. They are very satisfied with the way that the masculine energy basically has a type of control over politics, over religion, over so many of the affairs of the world. And there are many who are vested into the feminine energy because they can play games. There are sexual implications. There are a certain amount of very provocative and seductive energies associated with this. So there are some who are more weighted or balanced towards the feminine who do not want to see the reuniting of these energies at all. As you discussed in your in your slides today, and as Tobias has talked to you about over and over again, these masculine and feminine energies within you, the original split of identity of the soul. Many of these energies are in great imbalance today. This is the battle that is taking place on earth. And it's going to continue. It's going to come up in ways that you see happening in your news and in your media all the times. But at the very core of things, the battles that are taking place on earth right now have their roots, have their origins in this whole desire for the masculine and feminine to want to come back together. There's a reason for this need to reintegrate the two so that you can be, go beyond the separation of the soul, go beyond the need for a masculine or a feminine. Eliminate that need altogether. That split between male and female, masculine and feminine, is an illusion. It doesn't need to be anymore. But as I said, there are many who are vested into the old separation that don't want to see things coming back. Nearly, I'm going to actually make a statement, every conflict and battle that is taking place on earth right now has to do with masculine and feminine energy. The wars that you, you have raging, they're not wars about land, ultimately. They're not wars about money. And they're actually not wars about religion. At their core, it's about bringing back the masculine and feminine. The battles that so many individuals have in their lives, the psychosis, the problems with, with what you would call your serial murderers, the problems you have with those who are very unbalanced, it is because of the masculine-feminine energy, because it is trying to come back together and there are forces that are trying to keep it separate. So as you look in your papers, as you hear your news, as you're confronted with problems at work and even at home, stand behind the short wall, as Tobias says. Look at what is really happening here. Go beyond the confusion. Go beyond the, the what is coming from your mind. Take a deep breath and look at the core energies causing the battles, causing the conflict to take place. It is about the reuniting of the masculine-feminine. It is something that has to occur. 
as you move into the new energy. It occurs first within individuals and then makes it way, its way to groups. But it is something that has to occur as you are getting closer and closer to the point of the quantum leap. The forces that have kept these two precious elements separate are going to be acting up. They're going to be become more violent, they're going to become more vocal, and they're going to particularly become more of an influence in mass consciousness. And that will affect you if you are not aware of what is going on. The energies of a very thick and old mass consciousness will have a tendency to affect you, to come into you. And as we've talked about before, there is the wonderful capability that your mind has of making everything seem like it's your own problem or issue, when it's absolutely not. It's coming from the outside, coming from somewhere else. To make matters even more confusing right now, what happens on Earth is also happening in the other realms. To quote one of the sacred books, it says, As is in heaven, so is it on earth. As is above, so is below, and as below, so is above. You are intimately connected to everything that is happening on the other realms, although you may not be consciously aware of it. Tobias talked last month about your house on earth. You also have a house on the other realms. What is taking place here on earth right now is also taking place in the other realms. They are non-physical realms, but they are so connected to what is happening on earth. We've talked before, we call these the near realms. They are affected and influenced by everything happening on earth. Basically the difference is that the beings in the non-physical realms don't have bodies, but there is still battles raging in the other realms. There are still those on the other realms who are lost and confused. There are still those who form together in groups to carry forth their agendas, to try to influence things that are happening on their side and yours. When you make a change in your own consciousness here on Earth, it's not just about you. It affects something on the other realms. When something happens in the other realms, it can also affect what happens on Earth. We're telling you this, Shambhar, because we want you to understand all of the dynamics in taking place. We tell you this because for so long there's been confusion, deliberate confusion, about what happens in the other realms. And for so long there's just been this thing called the veil that has kept you from sensing or feeling or knowing anything about the other realms. We talk about these near-Earth realms <clears throat> because they are the ones most intimately connected to what you are doing right now. We do have to preface this by saying there are many, many, many realms. The ones we're talking about today are not the high angelic realms or the crystalline realms. 
These are the near realms. They are intimately connected. Your scriptures will even tell you that. Your scriptures will tell you that for all that we created on heaven and earth, the visible and the invisible, they are the same. They are connected. Heaven is not grander, or let us put it in these terms, the near realms are not grander than earth. They are the same. They are just two different aspects. One is in the physical, the other is in the non-physical. There's this thing called the veil that was created that kept you from seeing to the other realms and for a very large part kept the other realms from seeing to you. The veil works both ways and is not just a one-way mirror. But there are those who can see through the veil or feel through the veil. And there are ones on the other side right now, deliberate and very specific groups who are working very hard right now to maintain the old balance and the old separation. I don't want to say this is a conspiracy. It is just it is just a group. It is just a entities of similar consciousness, entities of similar agenda. And much of the work that they are doing right now is deliberately influencing mass consciousness and therefore deliberately influencing what you do and sometimes even what you think. These groups on the other side who have a very strong agenda about maintaining the separation of masculine and feminine are influencing those who are church leaders, unbeknownst to the church leaders. For so many of them do have good intentions and good hearts, but but because of their own imbalance of masculine feminine, they are vulnerable, they are susceptible to the energies from the other side. The extent of these energies and these influences from the non-physical realms should not be overlooked by any of you, because they are deliberately trying to keep Earth from moving into the new energy, and they are deliberately trying to keep humans from integrating or melding their masculine and feminine back together. The influence is strong right now, and it is getting stronger every day. And it's going to be something that every one of you is going to feel in these next few weeks of time and even over the next eight or nine months of time. It is my, my task, my job to come here and discuss this with you, not from a standpoint of fear because there is nothing that these energies can do. At the beginning of our gathering today, I asked for permission to come into your body, to come into your mind, and to come into your spirit. Here we can dance together. Here we can share energies together. But if you are totally whole and you are totally into your own self, knowing who you are, there's nothing that I can do, nothing that I can take. Entities on the other side are no smarter. 
no more talented than humans here, but they play tricks because you can't see them. They play tricks and they try to infer, instill fear in you. They will play games because they play deliberately with the minds of humans. You see, the very ones who are on the invisible realms have been humans before, for the most part. So they understand what it is like. They understand how to manipulate, how to invoke fear, how to come in so subtly that you don't even know it's their thought in your mind. They do this all the time, all the time, Shambhara. Ultimately, ultimately most humans, because they tend to be a little bit thick-headed and don't let it affect them overly in their lives, but right now it's heating up. Right now the pressure is stronger and stronger. Between now and the end of the year, in particular, each of you is going to be challenged three or four times by these energies. And I want you to understand that there is nothing that they can do to you. They will try to trick you into thinking that you are inadequate. They try to trick you into thinking that there is something inherently wrong with you. They try to trick you into thinking that, that there is nothing you can do to affect your own life. They love playing in this whole energy of destiny, and they love playing in the energy of this false god that you have. Tobias talked recently, and, and I affirm this also, the god that you have right now is nothing but the sexual energy virus. The god that has been created by humans is a judgmental, masculine, imbalanced, schizophrenic <laughs> and very paranoid energy. And that is, the, that is what humans are being told day after day after day to worship, to patronize, to follow. They're being told that this God is going to someday judge them if they don't follow the rules. This God of human consciousness, consciousness right now is the manifestation of the sexual energy virus. It is not the true God. It is not the true Spirit. And even I, Saint Germain, could not put the energy of the true God or Spirit into terms that you would possibly understand, because it would only be coming from the mind and it would be coming from me. The true and real God is beyond words, has nothing to do with this distorted and twisted God that is in human consciousness right now. These entities on the other realms, in the invisible realms, are doing a wonderful job of marketing this old God. They're doing a wonderful job with the way it controls people, the way it brings people to fear, the way it intimidates them, and the way it limits their life. There is a deliberate attempt to do that. And they have their, their partners who are in physical body on earth. Oftentimes the ones on earth who are carrying out the same message 
simply don't know any better. They became hypnotized. They started preaching all of this rubbish, spewing it out to humans basically to keep them in the old divided energies of masculine and feminine. And they're going to continue to do it. In a sense, you could say they have their own order on the other side. Highly organized, very broad, and they know exactly, exactly how to manipulate individual and group consciousness. Don't go overboard with this, Shambha, in any type of worrying or trying to figure out who's doing what to who. This is a very personal thing we're talking to you about today. We're telling you this because, because particularly as a group of Shambra, enlightened human beings, and individuals as you are, you're going to feel the effects. You're going to not only feel it all around you, but you're going to feel it right in you. It is almost like a laser beam coming through from the other realms, and it's going to cut right through some of the old blockages, some of the old ways that people kept out energy from from their consciousness. And it's going to cut right through into many of you as well. You're not immune from it. You're not immune from these tremendous amounts of very powerful and deliberate streams of consciousness being sent to Earth right now from those in the non-physical realms. But you can let it pass right through you. You don't have to let it affect you. You don't have to let you let it freeze you in your tracks. How do you know it's there? How do you know it's around? The first thing it does is confuse. It comes in and confuses you about right decisions, wrong decisions, to the point where you make no decision at all. Not only that, but then you blame yourself. You say that you're indecisive. You say that you are you cannot make a decision. You blame yourself for being weak. You say you are filled with fear. Chambra, it is not about you. Blow it right through. Let it pass right on by. You know who you were when I asked you today for permission to come into your body and your mind and your spirit and your nost. Because we're sitting here together in a safe space, and you know I would not manipulate you. And even if I tried to, you know yourself enough that you'd just let it pass right through. These energies coming from the other realms, as I said, are very vested into the old division of masculine and feminine. They're sending so much energy to Earth right now that it is causing things like battles and wars, and it is causing people to go crazy. When one person goes crazy, when one person loses their mind, ends up in a, in a mental hospital, it's more than just that one person. It affects the balance of human consciousness, mass consciousness. And that is exactly what these beings, what this order on the other side is trying to do right now. They're trying to affect and hold back mass consciousness. You could ask yourself, why? What is the agenda? Aren't they enlightened beings on the other side? 
Not particularly. Some of them feel very righteous in what they're doing. They feel that this essential split of the soul into masculine and feminine was the fault of one or the others of the energies. And if these two energies of masculine and feminine reunite, that one in particular, the feminine, will try to now dominate and annihilate the masculine energy. They don't truly understand about energy balances. They don't understand about the the reunion. They are so into their own consciousness, into their own hypnosis, that they're playing out this drama. They could feel that something is happening on Earth, that things are speeding up. So they've intensified their efforts. When energy gets very intense like that, it has a habit of finding the weakest link in the chain. The ones who are pompous, the ones who are egotistical, are easy to influence. Leaders who carry so much weight and responsibility that it makes them personally weak in themselves. They are very susceptible to these energies. Anybody who is imbalanced to a large degree in their own masculine and feminine. For instance, let's take a priest very much into a masculine-only energy. They become very vulnerable as well. You can go right down the line and look at where these energies are going to land and how they're going to influence what's happening on Earth right now. As you see this intensify all around you, and you even feel it within yourself, take that deep breath. Remember who you are. Remember there is not a being, no matter how grand or powerful they are, there is not a being on the other side who can do anything to you. And have no dominion or rule over you, no matter what they say. They have no influence on your soul, no matter what they say. Remember this in these times ahead, particularly as we said between now and the end of this year, particularly when each of you is going to be approached by this, approximately three or four major times. There's a reason for this message and a reason for all these energies. Because at yet another level, level that you have created for yourself, you are in the process of birthing right now. During this birthing process of yourself, you become very vulnerable in a way. You are birthing the united or reunited energies of the masculine and feminine for yourself. You're birthing what you could say would be your own next lifetime, but not a lifetime that you've been like you've been used to, not a lifetime where you come into a physical body. You're birthing the next grand aspect of yourself, the next version of your own consciousness. Right now it's in a gestation process, but soon that birthing is going to take place. And as you guessed, for most of you, that next level of birthing takes place in September 2007. 
During the birthing process, you are the mother and the father to yourself. During this birthing process, you are bringing up grand creative energies from every part of you, and they're all flowing into this, this the new birthing of self. This is something that the forces who choose to remain in duality, choose to keep masculine and feminine separate, do not want to see at all. Because what are you are truly doing is reuniting your masculine and feminine together and giving birth to the new you, which is neither masculine nor feminine. Now, for the sake of this discussion, we're not talking about male and female. <coughs> we're talking about your original core energies, which were divided and separated, masculine and feminine. In your next evolution of yourself, what you would call your next lifetime, that can occur within this physical body lifetime. In your next lifetime, you will not have a split energy of masculine and feminine. And if you can understand the implications of this, you would also understand you will not have the duality energies. You will not have the light and dark energies. You will not have the good and bad. You will not carry duality in your new consciousness. So there is a very deep concern from those who choose to remain back in the old energy, whether they are living as human beings on earth right now, or whether they are without physical body in what you would call the invisible realms, they don't want to see this new birth of yourself take place. They have literally sent out uh, their energies and their scouts to try to find where this birthing is taking place, to try to find and destroy this new process that is taking place, your process. They're going to come into your dreams at night, and they're going to terrorize you. They are going to try to wear you down. They're going to try to fool you and manipulate you. They're going to tell you that this whole spiritual journey that you have been on is nothing more than a bunch of psychological hogwash. They're going to tell you all of these things because they are charged with destroying this new birthing of yourself. Once a very small number of humans are able to do this new birthing that is without duality, it is an expanded consciousness that does not contain elements of duality. Once this happens, Shambra, then it was going to be very, very, very difficult to stop the rest of the energies, to stop the masculine and the feminine from coming back together. So you can see why they are very concerned, why they do not want you or anyone else have this reunion. You can see why I took a sabbatical to go off by myself to integrate my masculine and feminine. I still have those attributes. I have dealt with them in a very balanced way, but I still contain these elements of duality. It is important for me to take the time to recognize both of them 
to honor the grand king and the grand queen within, to allow this new lovemaking between them to take place in order to birth the new I am of I am. So Shambra, be cognizant of what's going on. Be aware. Let go of the small things in your life right now. That's where they love to affect you. They get you caught in the small things, in the details. Why? Because it consumes tremendous amounts of energy and it keeps you from having an overview. They get you caught in little things, little tiny points that are meaningless. Take a look at some of the minutiae that you get caught in. Is it really important? Is it really essential? Or is an energy manipulating you to make you think that it's important? Don't get caught in the small stuff. Right now, in these times, as I said before, remember who you are. You say, well, how do I do that? Well, you take a deep breath. You are divine. You are sovereign. That's all you have to remember. Everything else is rather insignificant. Keep a clear mind, Shambra. Keep a clear spirit. As I said, they tend to work in the levels of confusion. They are even, as you can tell, sitting here now, deliberately trying to confuse the energies of our shound together, trying to throw it off, trying to spin your head as they're doing with some of you. It's not my energy doing that. I am deep within you. I am part of you right now. But the energies from the outside will come in and make you nauseous, make you confused, make you irritable and edgy. That is how they work. You simply go back to remembering who you are and why you're here right now. There ultimately is nothing that they can do, nothing that they can do. And I say they, I, you say, but who is they? It is not just one person, it is actually not even just one group. It is those who are very invested into the old separation of masculine and feminine. There are many, many, many entities on the other side who are vested into that. There's also energies on the other side. They're like the great lost group. Many of them, they don't even know they're a group they're so lost. They are just hovering around the other realms. They are, if you feel their energy for a moment, they're not evil, they're not bad, they are just lost and confused. Many of them have been on earth before and were so traumatized by events. Some of them, some of them just linger around the nearer realms, but it is a gray energy. It is a lifeless energy. They are lost, they are wandering, and they are confused. They are part of this whole energy right now. They don't want to see anything change. They don't want to, to see any evolution in energy because they are so much into being lost. And their energy has a direct influence on you as well. For all we created, Chambra, for all we created on heaven and earth, they work together. They work together. They are the same. Ultimately, 
Ultimately, there is no veil. There is no split. It is all the same, just that some walk in physical, while others do not. It's all the same about the energy evolving towards this reunion of masculine and feminine. It was our original split. It was our original division within ourself. And its time is coming to an end. So Shambra, as standards of the new energy, I come forth to you with the new symbol that will help guide you through, that will help identify you as one who is initiated into the order of the Crimson Circle on Earth. I have waited for several months. I've talked about the medallion. I purposely have not transmitted that design to any of you or even to Kaldra. But now it is time for this to come in. And it will help you to remember who you are, help you to remember the new energy. The design is simple. It is a crimson-colored winged horse surrounded by two circles. And within the space between the two circles are four diamond shapes represented, representative of the four major categories of the way of the standards. The four having a total of 16 sides representing the total essay of the way of the standards. So now we will finally download this to Calderon. We have this drawn up. We have chosen the winged horse because it is the imagination. It is putting wings on something that is physical and of the 3D. It is the story to a small degree of Pegasus. Pegasus who from the mythology, Pegasus, who ended up with the gods, but in this case, in this case it is a symbol of you remembering that you are the god, remembering that you can put wings on anything, a horse, a human, even a pig. <laughs> and we say, when you put wings on this horse, the symbol of the new energy, when you put wings on it, it represents that there are no limitations. There is nothing to hold you back in your journey, in your travels, in your adventures into the expanded consciousness. You can be this winged horse. Put yourself on this winged horse. You can soar to new dimensions. The horse, as you know, also has, has a very specific symbology in the sexual energy. That's why so many are attracted to to the horse, so much many women in particular feel so very comfortable with the energy of being around horses. So we designate this as the symbol for moving into, for soaring into the new energy. Shambhara, it has been my joy as Adama Saint Germain to sit in for Tobias, and I can assure you that. In our next gathering, we'll have a very interesting guest as well. I am Adamus Saint Germain.